This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The Minnesota Vikings have been around since 1961. And I just want them to win a damn Super Bowl before I die. Welcome to Before I Die with Judd and Jesse on Purple Daily and Score North. I'm just kidding. I was just playing a practical joke on uh, Ross over there who struggled to get us up and going, but he's back for week two. I'm Jesse Pierce, writer for NHL.com, selfie extraordinaire. He's our very own sports dad, Mr. Multitasker, Judd Zolgad. And uh, again, producer Ross back for a second week. How are we, boys? I'm based great. off the based off the internet issues in this building today. We should just all consider ourselves lucky that this is uh, seemingly off the ground. It's going. Did did I trick you? Was I a little trickster there? Were you like, oh, she froze? You did, and my heart stopped just a little bit, because even though I have no control over the internet connectivity here, it is a reflection that could be perceived to be poorly upon me. Mm -hmm. And even I know these things don't really happen to Declan, but Declan gets to broadcast from the better studio. I'm literally in like the corner of a hallway. Well, yeah, so you're I'm not a little a disappointed about Wi-Fi. that. You're you're in a real bad Wi-Fi spot. No, but Judd, it's a it's actually a hard connection too. It's a hard line, allegedly. I've learned that doesn't matter. You know, I used to think that that was the be all and end all of connections. I've learned the fact it can be spotty too. I may have been better staying on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Either way, you are back for a second week. Ladies and gentlemen, we have football this week. Cannot wait. I personally was enjoying all of my college football on Saturday. I'm a big oh. college football fan. Oh, love Cyclones. it. Cyclones. Oh, Cyclones. Cyclones winning games, gambling on games, covering Iowa the has the bigger problem. Don't don't you do this to me, Judd. It's too early in the season to turn on me. All right? Ask, ask Hawkeyes you one too. Me, your friend Thor would come at me, and each week I'd come at him stronger. It is rivalry week, Iowa-Iowa State this week, too. Unfortunately, my kid had to be born on the ninth as well, so, I mean, I have to figure out how to do both. But What is going on with gambling in your state, though, Jesse? So I saw another Iowa State player suspended, just like Judd referenced, and I I thought that was a Hawkeyes thing. Yeah, no, it's we're just going to blame the Hawkeyes. It's not both schools, guys. We're just going to Your quarterback was gambling on games. I mean, yeah, at the, least the he Hawkeyes gambled have a on too. his team winning. And it's my opinion that because you're 
Your kid might might have been born on Saturday. Yep. That's the date. Well, happy birthday to your kid, but you gave him life. So it's my opinion that if it you want to watch day. the damn football game, it's your day. So true. Like so without I'm actually, you, I drive here. down to Ames now. That's a good point. Like, you know what? My choice is to be in Ames, Iowa for this game. Were you happy it's... to be born? If the answer is yes, then mom's going to go watch the game. I like where you're at. Can I hijack for a second, Jesse, and say without a doubt, sorry to all the Iowa State faithful, without a doubt, the Iowa State Cyclones take the field to the cheesiest entrance entrance you will ever see. Yeah, I still have I went, nightmares about helping blow up that helmet back in the day, my marketing I, days. It was I went yeah, to a K State I went to Oh really? Okay. I went to a K State Iowa State game last year, Judd. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a fake announcement that there's a cyclone in the area clear the way the cyclones are coming through it is very cheesy and you know what though it's very college football like and they eat it up so good for them i went to iowa iowa state uh dawn and i went because she she actually went to school there and our niece went to school there so when our niece was there about six years ago we went to the game and it was fun that's a fun town it's a great it's a great college town yeah. It's a great experience. It really is. It is. We, boys, we could go on for yeah, days about the could. college football scene. That is my bread and butter. But I think people here, they don't like hearing about hockey. They don't like about here. They probably don't like me talking then very much. But let's talk Vikings football if we can. I want to first start with overall NFL. Since we are heading into week one, I want your boldest prediction for across the NFL for 2023. Judd, why don't you start us off? Oh boy, this is interesting because there's a, there's a lot of potential here. I think that there's a ton of of uh, potential for bold predictions. I think it's going to be a fun year. Ordinarily is, but here's my boldest prediction. I think the Arizona Cardinals are going to find a way to sit Kyler Murray all season long. I think that they are so bound and determined uh, to get Caleb w- Williams, the USC quarterback, and they name Kyler. A captain, but he's on the pup, so he he can't play in at least the first four games, and it's going to behoove them to have one of these slappies that they currently are going to start starting as much as possible. I think they're going to find a way to not play Kyler Murray all season long in the name of getting the first overall pick, which is going to be a competition a little bit because I think Tampa Bay, which comes here Sunday, is going to be god awful too. So. That's my bold prediction, is that a guy that the Cardinals are paying a lot to is not going to see the field for a game in 2023. So much guaranteed money. just I know. Just so much. But they want to lose. Mm-hmm. And, and like they're trading guys away. They're, make, they're making moves to tank. So it makes sense that they would find a way to not have Kyler play. And then I think Kyler will probably be moved at some point. Sometimes, Judd, when I see what's happening with the Cardinals, sometimes you think it may not have matter who they drafted. Say, go back even a few years further with Josh Rosen. I'm not saying Josh Rosen was going to be great, but some of these kids are done no favors by the teams that draft them. Oh, absolutely. They they got rid of Josh Rosen to grab Kyler Murray. Now they're going to try and perhaps get rid of Kyler Murray to move on for uh, Caleb Williams, who may or may not choose to uh, tell the Cardinals he doesn't want to play for them. My bold take... The Cincinnati Bengals will miss the playoffs this upcoming season. They will miss the playoffs. Wow! Reason? A couple of them. Mm -hmm. First place schedule. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow contract issue. Joe Burrow's 
ability to get injured. Not necessarily his fault. That offensive line still is not much better. The division, the Ravens and Bank, or excuse me, the Ravens and Steelers both finished over 500 last year. I expect that they will both be better. Only two of those three teams are going to make the playoffs more than likely. I am going to say Cincinnati will take a step back this year for as much as I like them. And the Bengals will miss the playoffs. That is my bold prediction for the NFL in 2023. I think Jesse tipped her hand and might have a Cincinnati Bengals prediction as well. I might have a counter, which again, I don't know how bold this was, but I'm going with the Bengals to the Super Bowl. I am giving Joe Burrow a ring. I know earlier on I had said Patrick Mahomes, I would love him as my quarterback. Joe Burrow, easily my second. He is as cool, calm, collected. We all know that incredibly poised. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins to catch the ball. Defense, obviously a question mark. The O-line as well, as you had mentioned, they might be a little sus as the kids say. But I'm all in on the Bengals, I I believe. Again, I don't know how bold it is because I think it's not like, oh, really crazy. But I'm sorry. If it weren't the Vikings, it's the Bengals. That's my I th- that's my choice. I think, and Judd, you weigh in here. Since she is saying, if I heard that correctly, that the Bengals will win the Super Bowl. Yes. That's fairly bold to pick your team and say that they're going to win it. So I don't <laughs> know if it's the boldest of bold predictions. But at least you didn't go with they will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. At no, least you're saying soft. they'll win it. Yeah. Well, and the the uh, AFC on paper is so much stronger than the NFC right now. I actually I think that the the champion of the NFC is going to win the Super Bowl because the AFC teams are going to be so beat up because they're yeah. going to they're going to pummel each other. And the NFC, if you look at it as a whole, ain't that great. So, like, I, I would not be surprised if we actually saw a Philadelphia or a team like that make a run and win the Super Bowl because the AFC team is going to be so beat to hell by by the schedule, in this case, the Bengals, that they played. But, no, you know what? Joe Burrow winning a Super Bowl would be pretty cool. Yeah. See, I can go for that. I like it. I like it. Those are our bold predictions. As always, let us know what your bold NFL prediction is. We got the Vikings bold predictions now, boys. Let's move over. I'm going to start because mine actually is a little NFL and a little Vikings. It's a little bit of both. And Cheater. I'm going to preface by I saying. Think I, know what you're gonna say. I think I know what you're going to say. I think I know what you're going to say. You, I, don't, I bet you don't. You want to bet a dollar? Sure. Okay. Dollar. Dollar. Jed Knife. See if he's correct. I love Justin Jefferson. I'm going to preface this by saying that I love Justin Jefferson. He is the best, the greatest there ever was, ever will be, yada, yada. He is not going to lead the NFL in receiving yards. You know who is? Garrett Wilson. Maybe I'm watching too much Hard Knocks. Maybe I'm just falling in love with this New York Jets team. But Garrett Wilson is so freaking good. He is the Devontae Adams for A-Rodge. No question about it, right? He crushed it with inept quarterback ones with Zach Wilson. Still managed 1,103 yards last year. And yes, JJ had 1,809. But I think Garrett Wilson's going to surpass him now that he's got 12 throwing to him. Again, I'm sorry, JJ. I'd love to see it. Judd, do you owe me a dollar? I owe you a dollar because I thought that you, you were going to predict the Vikings would play the Bengals in the Super Bowl. Oh, come, that's, oh. That, see, that would be a soft, soft little twist. Well, you said it sort of like dovetailed in, yeah, and so I was fair. I thought it would be the Vikings. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I you can pay me five bucks when that does not actually transpire because <laughs> I, right. I like Garrett Wilson. I feel like the Jets and Lions team especially is a little bit too much. Like, I'm not sure I'm buying yet. Um, but, uh, there are definitely, I will 
say this. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, uh, Garrett Wilson, there are some receivers who are just phenomenal talents. Mm-hmm. Roscoe, you want to go next? Sure, I'll go next and let you bring it home. This could almost be a write that down. So write this down or just take it as your Vikings bold prediction. Jordan Addison will be no higher than fourth in receptions on the Minnesota Vikings. Likely behind Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, and KJ Osborne. Historically, in the first round... There are more Jalen Ragers than Justin Jefferson's when it comes to NFL wide receivers. I'm not saying he'll be irrelevant. I'm not saying he'll be a waste of a pick. I'm just saying last year, notwithstanding, when it was more 50-50, generally it takes wide receivers some time to find their way in the NFL. Drake London, eighth overall pick last year. He had 72 receptions in year one. He was playing for a bad team. Jesse's guy, Garrett Wilson, 83 receptions, over 1,000 yards receiving. Best option on a bad team. Chris Olave, 72 receptions, also not a great team. Pretty much everybody else, 35 receptions or less, including our boy Jamison Williams, who had one catch that we all remember very well against the Minnesota Vikings. So, Jordan Addison will be no higher than fourth in receptions on the Minnesota Vikings in 2023. Again, that does not mean he's a disappointment or will have a disappointing year. There's just a lot of love to go around on that Minnesota Vikings offense. Can we uh, make note of the shots fired at Ragor that you also tossed in there? That was just, you know, <laughs> chef's kiss, Ross. I really like that. He's with the Patriots on the practice squad now, right? Yep. Wow. And taking, what, one pick before they JJ? Which one incredible. before JJ. I mean, really, it's shots fired at the Philly Eagles fans, which I can never yeah. get enough of. So. Well, and Bill they can't Belichick him, sees so. something, though, doesn't he? I think Bill Belichick's lost his fastball. Um, all right. My Viking prediction, and I think I made this on a, a few months ago on uh, Purple Daily as well, but I'm going to continue to take a blind leap of faith in what Brian Flores is doing, and I'm going to say that the Vikings' defense in scoring, because that, that's the most important category, in scoring defense, the Vikings will finish in the top 15, which will be a massive improvement. So that they'll finish within the top half. I don't think they're top 10, so I think it's 11 to like 15, but they will finish in the top 15 in scoring defense. Defense. I think they're going to get spectacularly burned at times, but I also think they're going to confuse. There's there's a list of quarterbacks um, on their schedule, you know, not named Burrow and Mahomes and Herbert uh, that they can probably frazzle. And so I think the Brian Flores scheme is going to definitely show some big improvements and that the Vikings will go from being just a brutal, awful defense to one that is at least considered to be respectable. So just out of curiosity, Judd, how good do you think the Vikings offense will be? Because if you think Mm -hmm. the defense is going to be middle of the road and the Vikings offense is going to be pretty good, I think Judd, without saying it, is predicting the Vikings will go to the playoffs again. Sounds like it. Probably the Super Bowl against uh, the Bengals is what I'm sensing is what he really wanted to say. I think the Vikings win fewer than 13 games, but I also think that there is a very, very good chance that they capture a second consecutive NFC North title. Oh, I'm not. I'm not buying the go. Lions hype. Yeah, I, I will buy the Lions hype when I see it fulfilled. Yeah. I've been around. I've been on this planet too long to just blindly buy into. Well, I mean, the Lions got off to a terrible start last year. 
rebounded when the pressure was sort of just off. And fans were like, oh, the Lions are back. The Lions are going to be good. The Lions are going to be great for the first time. But it's my it, we don't know what to expect from the Packers. I love what the Bears are doing, but I think they're a year away from being like a playoff contender. I, I don't think that they're going to go from, what, three or four wins to being a playoff contender. I think mm-hmm. they're going to take another step. But And Detroit, we'll see. But I think the Vikings have, in, in winning less than 13 games, I think they have a very good chance to win a second consecutive division title. I don't disagree. And, I mean, again, the defense last year set the bar on the floor. Exactly. So that's positive, right? We'll go above that anyway. and I don't think I don't think everybody player wise on that defense was really that bad. I think that they were poorly coached. Um, I think that O'Connell was so tied up in trying to run the offense that he didn't pay en- enough attention to the defense. And I think Brian Flores, who is essentially head coach defense, I, I think he's going to get as much as you possibly can from a lot of guys where Ed Donatel probably got as little as you possibly can from those same guys or some of those same guys. I love what you said about the defense being spectacularly, boy, that's a tough word to say for me, burned. Because with that means they'll also probably have some spectacular plays mixed in there as well with the confusion that you're talking about, the mixing of play designs. And again, like you know, Jesse alluded, alluded to with the bar being on the floor, how could it be much worse than last year? Even if it's incrementally better, logic would tell you the Vikings should still have a great chance to make the playoffs again. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Those are the Vikings bowl predictions again. You know what to do. Drop your Vikings bowl predictions. Let us know how we did. Love them, hate them, whatever you feel like. Uh, let's go back to the offensive side of the Vikings football, you guys. The big conversation ahead of week one, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, the Vikes got TJ Hawkinson's contract extended, done. That's taken care of. JJ next. Now, according to recent rumors, as of 3.33 today, Tuesday, September 5, there is an offer on the table is what I have seen. Judd, what insight? You're our insider here on uh, Before I Die. What insight and how important is it that this contract gets done this week, if not today or tomorrow? Well, I think no, no matter what, it's going to get done. Um, now, n- not Quasi's Vikings, but Spielman's time. We saw Adrian Peterson, I b- believe, uh, back around 2012, got done, or 2011, got done the Saturday before the Vikings opened in San Diego at the time. The Dalvin Cook contract, if I'm not mistaken, got done on the Saturday afternoon before the season o- opened. Um Therefore, I think it probably gets done this week. I think it probably just trying to spitball gets done Saturday. Um, I think one of the important things potentially, though, is it sounds like Nick Bosa's contract with San Francisco is going to get done here soon. And I'm wondering if the Jefferson camp wants to see that to make sure that they can get $2 more. Because Mm -hmm. there's always that pride thing of I am now the highest non-paid QB. But, like, I've never been concerned that this contract is not going to get done eventually. And I'm going to say I think it gets done this week because nobody wants to negotiate in season. Mm-hmm. And Jefferson, who's a cool cat, obviously, but, I mean, nothing in training camp about his demeanor, about his practice, n- nothing said there's a problem here. So I think we're – I think it's a very complicated, huge contract – but I'm going to say, if I had to bet, I'm going to say it gets done by Saturday. I mean, two things here. 
how big of a distraction does that become if it's not done <clears throat> by Sunday before kickoff? I mean, like you said, JJ seems cool and all signs are pointing to, yes, he wants to be here, yada, yada. And obviously, I think it's the term even more than the money, right? Because if he does, he wants a three-year, can cash out at 27 and, and move on if that's the case. But how much of a distraction can that become? As you mentioned, they don't want to do in-season negotiating, but... Uh, if it doesn't get done, that's what's going to have to happen, obviously. Well, he's playing out the, the final two years, including this season of his rookie contract. So he's it's technically going to, if, if it's three years, which I think that you're probably right, That that's that's the thing now. Get as much guaranteed cash, hit the market again at 27, 28. Um, so I don't think it would be a huge distraction. I just think it's an unnecessary task. Like, I think it just helps be, because... Look, if we want to talk about distractions, there's no bigger distraction than a quarterback in a lame duck year, and Kirk Cousins is. So I don't know that it would be a distraction. I just think it's a task that is probably close enough just to get it done with instead of like having to go back and, you know, to your point, have people talk about it, have, have it come up. But I mean, make no mistake, as the season progresses on, Jess. Um, the Kirk Cousins thing is going to come up a lot. Like that's that's not dead. That's going to become a frequent conversation piece. And I, again, I think there's nothing more um, more relevant contractually in season than a lame duck quarterback. Well, what I want to know, Judd, is how much does the Kirk Cousins contract or lack thereof come up in the Justin Jefferson contract extensions? He might say, "Hey, look, if you're willing to pay me, I'd be I'd love to be here for four or five years." Who the heck is throwing me the ball? Because a lot of great wide receivers, they don't want to be stuck around with a first-year developmental quarterback or maybe a bridge guy. So I'm not saying that's a part of it, but I do believe that has to be a small factor of the back and forth. But also, to your point, Judd, these are huge contracts with so much verbiage, so many layers. This thing is probably 80 to 90% of the way there. They're just working on some small... I don't want to say minute details because obviously if they were minute, the deal would probably be done. But I think we're probably a heck of a lot closer to a deal than further from it. Agreed. And I also think that it's important to note that while Jefferson probably does have questions about uh, if the 2024 quarterback is going to be Kirk or somebody else, I think it's important to note that Kevin O'Connell's presence helps there a lot. Because, like, quarterback's his baby. Like, this is not Zimmer, who was a defensive guy. And if you said, who's going to be our quarterback next year? You'd be like, yeah, I don't care. I hate quarterbacks. So I think it's probably... uh, I think it's probably more assuring to a player, especially who's about to break the bank, Jesse, that he is about to break the bank and he has a head coach who is incredibly invested in who's going to be throwing him the football. So I don't see this one as an acrimonious problem. And I think it gets done. Final question heading into week one when they kick off at noon against Tampa Bay. What, if anything, do we need to see from week one? What are we going to be really looking for? I mean, I know for me personally, as you'd mentioned, Flores in the defense. That's what I want to really check out. What do you guys think? Anything additional? Uh, What's going to be catching your eye, if you will, ideally in week one? Offensive consistency to me. Like, they came back, I believe they had 11 one-score wins last mm-hmm. season, and Kirk Cousins tied a league record by having eight comeback wins in the fourth quarter. But that was part and parcel of the fact that the offense would disappear for basically the middle two quarters. 
So I am looking for far more consistency because this offense scoring wise should be top 10, but it should be top 10 because it consistently scores, not because, you know, oh my God, fourth quarter, we got to come back. That That's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. And we all talked about that, but I feel like it got ignored of, okay, how do you fix that? You fix that by actually uh, consistently scoring in the second and third quarters. The other thing about th- this game, and dare I say it, because it's sort of hyperbole, you guys, but I think this is damn near a must win because you got Philadelphia on a short week. You got Herbert. Yes, you got Carolina at Carolina, but that's not a sure thing because it's a road game. Um, you've got Patrick Mahomes fairly quickly. Look like you are being gifted the Tampa Bay give up Buccaneers. <laughs> it's Baker Mayfield. Um you should, I, in my opinion, come out and roll them. So I think this game is absolutely huge because there's no way that I can sit here and say, I think the Vikings are going to go into Philly and win on a Thursday night. Like, that's a tall task. That would be an upset. So the importance of this game, because if you start 0-2 in this league, that's a problem. Like, that puts yeah. you behind the eight ball. You can recover from it, but, you know, to lose to Tampa Bay would be a really, really difficult start. So I think this game is huge from a Vikings perspective. Roscoe? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 
All good points from you, Judd, so I won't steal any of them other right, than mine might go in hand in hand with what you said. Yeah, the defense, we all want to see it, so I'm not even going to bring that one up. I want to know what does the running back rotation look like, but not just in week one. I want to see that develop through the rest of September into October because I think we know Madison's going to get the bulk of the carries, but what is the rest of the share going to look like? Who are we going to see? Who aren't we going to see? And more specifically, I guess, who's in on third down? Who's the one who they might want to catch the ball out of the backfield? So I'm looking forward to seeing that, mainly just because, you know, Judd, maybe you would know off the top of your head, this has historically been a franchise that always has the quote-unquote bell cow, Robert Smith, Michael Bennett, Adrian Peterson, Dalvin Cook. When was the last time we really did any sort of running back by committee with the Minnesota Vikings? The the Chester Taylor year, maybe, but he no, was still he technically the number one back, and he, he did carry the ball a ton. So uh, this is going to be new to Vikings fans, but this is also the NFL in 2023. So for the most part, I think yeah. we all need to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Good, good stuff. Exactly yeah. right. I'd agree. There was a comment about running backs in our YouTube comments. Let's hop over into those, ladies and gentlemen, if you will, Ross. Comments from YouTube. Well, we'll start with that comment, Jesse. Look at you. You're such a fantastic host. 11 out of 10 stars. Oh, beauties. <laughs> yeah, she's good at it. From Freight Train 1696. Can you equate the Moneyball philosophy when it comes to NFL running backs? That is Freight Train's comment. My question, in today's NFL, would you ever pay any running back good money? I'm comfortable with running back by committee. I, I think there's a, you know, there's a certain value to the position still. It's not what it used to be. But I think, again, we I've said this all the time. Go back and look at the last 10-year Super Bowl winners. Not many of them have a marquee running back. They're doing it with that quote-unquote running back by committee. So I, unless it's the right running back, I would not pay a running back top dollar. I might for a year or two if my cap was able to handle it like the Vikings just had. But note, once the Vikings were up against it, what was one of the first things they moved on from? So I would not. Judd and Jesse, how would you handle the running back conundrum? Go ahead, Jesse. I'd agree. First of all, I just rewatched Moneyball for like the millionth time. I introduced my youngest to it. It was great. It's such a good movie. God, if he's I love a it. good hitter, Jesse, why doesn't he hit good? I just love but, it. Uh, but get the it's, Twins game right. Yeah. Get the like. Come on. Yeah, Wrong. Fine. Also, Koski perhaps didn't catch the ball. It, it wasn't a night <laughs> game. What the hell? Also, perhaps Sorry. maybe Sorry. mention Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, and Tim Hudson just a little oh, bit more. They they had a bit. To, it wasn't just Scott Hatterberg and Chad Bradford doing all the work. <laughs> Still a great movie. Still love it. Uh, love it me some Brad Pitt. But no, I, I completely agree with you, Ross. It's similar to this is my first hockey mention all episode, and it's going to be my only one. You don't overpay for a goalie, right? We always say that constantly say over on Jed's hockey show. So, I mean, really. Yep. It is. It's a different game today, which is great. It's exciting. I love the way that sports go through ebbs and flows and you have this is important this season and this is important this year. Um, it's a wide receivers game now, and that's fun. I love it. Not to say that I don't love the positioning backs can play, obviously, but I'd, I'd completely agree. Don't overpay for a running back. Yeah, I'm going to pay, and I think your kid agrees with you. Um, I'm 
I'm going to pay. He just saw Dalvin's deal for next year and got scared. A quarterback, I'm going to pay a cornerback. I'm going to pay an edge rusher. Jesse said wide receiver. There are so many positions at which I'm going to pay guys first before I pay a running back. Where running backs got screwed, and look, I mean, the NFL Players Association, for the most part, is just ineffective. It's awful. But where where backs got really screwed is this, the rookie contracts, which are slotted now. Um, because the reality is this, if you were ever going to pay a running back, it's his first contract by their second contract, they're day old bread. Like you might buy it, but it ain't going to be great. And you sure aren't going to pay top dollar for it. So there's no, like by, by agreeing to what they did, they basically put the wheels in motion for a position at which you get punished. And the first part of your career, you know, the problem is you get beat up. And, and there's no position that gets beat up like that position consistently. And so, yeah, I am never – I in fact, the smartest move, and this, of course, takes a guy's career probably down a peg or two, but it's still smart. Kyle Shanahan with Debo Samuel in San Francisco, which is to take a really talented wide receiver and say, yeah, we're going to throw a caution to the wind and we're going to make you a running back too. Um, those type of creativity forms of football – probably make the most sense but yeah the if you have a kid who is a good athlete and you allow that child to become a running back you are not a great parent i mean putting scott hatterberg at first after well scott had an arm right you were able to move move him around <laughs> yeah but, but let's point this out the a's never won a world series you know that's <laughs> that's the other thing you would think that they won and and i did read that art howe was not nearly as prickly as um, who, who's the guy that played him? Uh, who Philip Seymour Hoffman? Philip Seymour Hoffman. R.I.P. Yeah. Who, by the way, I absolutely love. Yeah. I, I don't know if if you you guys back in the day saw Capote. Uh, yes. But he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, the A's never did win a World Series with that with their does, particular formula. Does Art Howe watch Moneyball very similar to how Lou Nanny watches Miracle and is just upset the entire time <laughs> at the portrayal of his character? I actually have read about it. He, yeah, well, he's just like, I didn't act like that. He's like, I wasn't like, that's not how I acted. Art, oh, right now, God. if there's a ground ball hit to first base, nobody's there to pick it up. Yeah. When that, by, by the Jean, way. Jeremy's gone too. I can do this all day. Oh, that's great. I can do this all Who's day. Who's Fabio? When, when Michael Lewis actually started the idea for that book he actually approached terry ryan twins yeah and the twins and twins were like no no we're good thanks a lot we're not going to be sharing our secrets and then he went to the a's and like absolutely absolutely we got nothing to lose here in oakland playing a dump of a stadium Uh, i got one more for you guys are you ready for this one judd this one might rock your world from at bad dad joke 2197 i know declan is sports son but ross definitely looks like he could be judd's kid Judd, are you my father? <laughs> How old are you, Roscoe? I'll be 37 in October. Then I hope not. <laughs> then there'll be a... I, th- I don't know. I de- Declan's 30, right? So, like, he could. Yeah, He's 23 yeah. years my junior. Okay. Yeah, you don't qualify. No. Do, do you see it? Jesse, because I, I really don't. Judd's much no. better looking and in much better shape than I am. Maybe the hair a little bit, maybe. But because in my like eyes, that. you're Ralphie from A Christmas Story. Well, if there I have is. To equate, I'll shoot my right? eye out. Yeah. There that is movie. that. 
Yes. The one that I'm getting the most beat up for in the comments multiple times now, week in and week out, even going back to last year, is either who's weirder, Doogie or myself, or man, does Ross look like Doogie? <laughs> and I can buy both of those. And I'm by far more weird than Doogie. It's not even Are close. you? I you know what so. I'd like to see? I'd so. like to see you, you two engage in a social talk-off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Should we do, should Doogie and I do a once a week pod just talking about yeah. anything? I mean, do, Dukes does not, you know, he plows through, man. You like, you can start to talk. <laughs> Doogie's not done. It's Roycey like, but even more so. Yeah. I, I like feel it. once you get started, you, you go Roscoe, but it's more off the mic. And I think, but you do have the courtesy of sort of like if somebody else starts to talk, I feel like you slow up more. Dukes. He is a bell cow running back talker. <laughs> Just plows through Chuck Foreman, baby. Does he get what? that running back money too? I mean, yeah, that's the pro- yeah. that's that's why he's Stole not the words more. right out of my mouth, Jesse. Would he get that running back <laughs> that's money? That's why he's not paid more. Love it. All is right, it time. It's time. Let's hit it. It's time now for the Before I Die crew to give us their <clears throat> Before I Dies. Ross, since we were giving you a hard time, why don't you start us off with your Before I Die? We love Roscoe. We love Roscoe. I'm I'm sure you do, and I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here and happy to take punishment. And by love, I mean I like you. (laughs) And by the way, did you you flat out refuse? I think think you did say that I'm not your your son, correct? Yeah, you're not my son. Okay. Declan, actually, he's not, but he could be. Age-wise, I got to draw a line. Also, if you knew my father, I look exactly like my father, who looks nothing like Judd. Before yeah, you were born I die, when I was sixteen. I'm not taking that one. <laughs> Before yeah. I die, ladies and gentlemen, college football will not rank teams until after the first weekend in October, and here's why. I like this. Is Ross mm-hmm. surprised Colorado beat TCU slightly? Is Ross incredibly surprised? No. Because TCU really wasn't very good last year. And then we go through this year and we put TCU in the top 20 and Colorado goes there and beats a historically bad defense again. And now everybody wants to put Colorado in the college football playoff. Colorado will not sniff the college football playoff this year. Quit ranking teams the first four to six weeks of the season. We don't know how good any of these teams are going to be. I could have told you Clemson, who lost this weekend, is going to lose two or three or four games this year. Yet they're ranked in the top ten and fall to Duke. Stop doing it. I know why they do it, but stop doing it. I agree completely. It's been worked out. I despise it. Too much money, too much excitement. You got to do it. That's what they're going to do. They like their teams that they like. And they don't like their teams that they don't like. That's college football for you. It but also it, keeps teams out of the college football playoff who maybe could be there if they didn't start mm-hmm. the year ranked so low or outside of the top twenty-five. Yeah. I despise it. But at least they're at least now they they mean a, a lot less because they they do come along what in November with the first edition of of the actual rankings that matter. Like when I was a kid, the national champion was decided by the AP and UPI polls. That, yeah, that might be among the, the stupidest things in the history of the world. But the yeah. rankings that matter still take into apart your record and your other rankings. So it's just to me, it's a stupid system. I can get I, on board that's that. all. I, I, I'm, I can I'll get on board quiet. with that. I can get on board with that. I support that. There's a lot of things I'd change about college football. A lot of things I'd keep the same. 
lot of a lot of things I would change. Judd, what's your before I die for this week? Before I die, after um, it's what September fifth today, September fourth, something like that. Fifth, yep. And 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 we're on a third or fourth consecutive day of ninety plus. Before I die, there will be a summer where the temperature will not get above eighty five, and preferably be seventy five most of Love the summer. Love it. So just a little ten degrees. I never need to see the nineties. If I wanted to, I'd move to a place where it's usually in the 90s. But I would love a summer where, in fact, it's supposed to get tepid. I love that word. It's going to get tepid in the next few days. I think we're going to dip down into uh, highs in the 70s, lows in the 60s. Absolute perfection. And I've never enjoyed the late summer resurgence. You know, the, Mm -hmm. I'm not done yet. I got a couple more 90s. No, no. I don't want to have to use my air conditioner. I don't want to sweat that much. And I love a nice, tepid day. So mm-hmm. before I die, I will have a summer where I never have to see 90 degrees unless I actually go to Florida. I'm amending my before I die to add that before I die, Judd will be downstairs with KSTP Channel 5 doing the weather at the 6 o'clock news. <laughs> and the green coming screen. in is a tepid cold front. I can't do the green screen. That green screen would intimidate the hell out of me. Oh, that's fun. Pointing at a a screen with no... How how do you so are you looking at the monitor? Yeah, you watch the monitor, so then you can kind of see. You just got to know your opposite. But well, that's it. It's opposite. I'd be so confused by that. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Roscoe here. I'm a guy. I'm staying off the green screen. I can do it. Hilariously, Judd, that was exactly mine. By the way, I was going to talk about this sweltering summer heat. I'm done sweating. So I'll tailor it to say, before I die, I will stop audible, saying, huh? yeah, a little audible where it's put me on the spot. Before I die, I will stop saying, at least there's a breeze today, or at least there's a slight wind. <laughs> the amount of times I have said that and felt like a dad the past few days has just been atrocious. I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to stop saying this. I mean, it's true. Like if there was no breeze, I, I, yeah. I would have been dead, but well, I just golfed. would rather not say it. I didn't golf. I was slinging drinks. Oh, you were slinging drinks today. I was today. slinging drinks, so, so slightly less sweaty, how's but that going? movement. It's how, going how's that really gig well. going? It's, uh, it's a lot of work. I understand now why college kids are kind of the preferred choice. Like, their bodies are just much more, like, able to carry heavy things back and forth. It's just, it's, yesterday was a lot. It was a lot. It's a lot of fun. I love it. But holy cow, just people buying shots or, like, That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Do yeah. do do men get drunk and become more obnoxious as they 100%. get drunk to to the cart girl? Yes, that's uh, a big cliche. So I figured it was true. No, it's it's fairly fairly true. They it's very much I've equated the golf course as I've seen it from the non playing perspective, very much like a locker room, I think. So, in a oh, lot of ways, yes. but not the wild where they're very respectful of you. No, no, I will. I I it's probably just yeah, or a fraternity house maybe would okay. be an appropriate comparison but everyone is very sweet like today was their seat last day of their senior league and i love chit-chatting with yeah like this is just most it's fun it it is fun i like it jesse just don't step on any logos that may be on the ground at the golf course right just don't step on any logos that's one thing we'll learn well as always you guys this is before i die on purple daily score north tons of vikings content all over on purple daily and score north we are here each and every week normally on a monday in case you guys didn't know today is not a monday it is tuesday even if it feels like a monday throws us all off with labor day we will be back again next week on behalf of jess or judd ross and myself jesse thanks for tuning in subscribe rate share love you have a great day
Let's get a big win in Hennepin County this weekend.